Have you ever seen a trailer for a movie and thought, I'd really love to know what happens in that movie, but I also really don't want to spend my own time seeing it? If so, you've come to the right place. Welcome to episode three of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, Life of the Party. Previous two movies, levels, levels. Check, check, um, check, check. That Can we you have hear me? Can have you been hear me? Science films, and this Big film spectacles. This film does not. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. There's presumably a science department at this university. <laughs> but, she um, even goes to something semi-science, scientific, right. not really. But, but I don't see this as a science film, personally. No, it's more based on the trailer that I just watched. Oh, is it about partying? I didn't realize. <laughs> I felt the same way. I'm like, how am I going to recap this when you're supposed to, the point of it is that it has jokes. It didn't, but that's the point. So how am I supposed to recap that? Oh, spoilers have started already. <laughs> I think you just, I think you just focus on the story and just tell us the story. You no, know, no, I, tell... I wrote down all the notes and I'm ready. Tell how... us about one woman's quest uh, <laughs> to do school, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And how to was the life dream? at this party? What is life at this party about? Who is said life of and of the party, and what party is it? I, it's the party in her heart and soul. That's what I came to. By the oh, end. wow. She skipped right to the moral. <laughs> She's already skipped to the overlying theme. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Um, uh, according got, to the quick, Internet Movie I? Database... The, the line, the description here is, after her husband abruptly asks for a divorce, a middle-aged mother returns to college in order to complete her degree. Succinct, you know, just to the point. Not really working. a mention of party, but it's implied, I guess, by college. Absolutely. And we're working in a grand tradition here. You know, uh, this is uh, treading in the, in the uh, girthy footsteps of previous films <laughs> like Back to School. I knew you were going to say that. Once you're girthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And maybe back to school too. Was there? Was there Did back he go to back... school too? I'm going to check in on that. What about um, old school? Old ah, school? Yeah, yes, absolutely. They they didn't attend school particularly in that movie, but then they had to to retain their frat license. So I'll allow it. And then of there course, was partying also. And they had of... students that were also in the frat. That's not the mm. leads. Great point. Mm -hmm. And then of course the seminal text, Billy Madison. <laughs> But that was not collegiate. Uh, it was not collegiate. No, that's not. That's true. But an adult did have to go back to school. He Ooh. took the more thorough approach, shall we say. <laughs> he was like, you know what? I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it right. I'm going to start <laughs> at point A and go all the way to point Z. <laughs> oh, also never been kissed. Oh, mm. nice. Nice, man. Nice pull. <laughs> deep cut. Nice. Deep cut. Uh, nice. It seems that, and correct me if I'm wrong, it seems that this is a film that's directed by Melissa McCarthy's husband. Yes, it is. They also co-wrote it. 
Oh, good. Uh, and I feel like that's a lot of the problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they've done this before. To similar negative results. What did they do before? Tammy. What was their first one? Oh, Tammy. That kind of looked interesting. It was horrible. The, the boss? Oh, yeah. The boss? Oh, did they do the boss? Even... I enjoyed that. I don't. I feel like I saw Tammy. What was Tammy? Tammy's when she plays the grandmother on a road trip, and Susan Sarandon's her mother, and there's a lot of wigs. I have not seen that film. And a lot of nor wigs. have I seen The Boss. The Melissa boss was McCarthy. Not bad. Melissa McCarthy works, eh? Like, she, she works makes and movies. Yeah, there was a trailer oh, for I her frequently. next movie before this movie. I like her. It's just I'm not sure that I really like a lot of the movies that she makes. I, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Like, how many good comedies are there? Just period. Yeah, but also she's in movies that are not Melissa McCarthy vehicles, right? At least sometimes. No, they usually. I mean, they usually are Melissa McCarthy vehicles. Usually, like, but I feel like she's boss. been ensemble jams. No, no, lately she's been front and center, unless it's she's like a co lead, yeah. like The Heat, which is my favorite McCarthy. Is The Heat your favorite McCarthy, or is Spy your favorite Ooh, McCarthy? Oh, uh, great! Spy question. is quite good. Um, I still think The Heat. Wow. Okay. But I enjoyed yeah. both. Yeah, I enjoyed both as well. I'm I'm gonna go with Spy, but um, I thought they're both strong films. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen The Heat. Oh, it's with Bullock. Great. Yeah. Film. It's pretty it funny. Numerous times. <laughs> Directed by, uh, but it's a Paul Feig. Feig. How do you say his name? Feig. I think it's Fug. <laughs> Fug State? <laughs> I think it's Fug Stata. And Feig also did Spy. So the two best movies we like. Uh, made okay. by the right. best filmmaker that she worked with. Made by an actual filmmaker, you mean? Yeah. Yep. So sorry, Ben Falcone. <laughs> yeah, but hey, um, like great that's effort. beautiful. Husband and wife teaming up, making movies together, creating art. That's it's beautiful. Um, it's beautiful. If only they turned out well. Yeah, but he's also an actor, right? He I mean, a, I, uh, yeah, tiny cameo in the film. And he, but he's primarily like his. I'm looking at his IMDb, and it seems like his vast majority of his work has been acting work, not directing work. Yeah, I believe um, once McCarthy hit Bridesmaids level, it allowed them to pursue this collaboration, writing, directing side. Okay, so l- maybe you can tell us about this movie that was uh, clear has clearly made an impression on you. I'm starting to get a feeling for it. <laughs> it's palp- palpable um, fog of, of, of feelings is hanging over this Skype sesh. What's uh, Look, you know what's what really deal- clouded what's a dealio? I think what got me ruffled was I walked to Young and Dundas. Listeners, I'm in Toronto this time, uh, just to set the geography. I walked to Young and Dundas, and I said, well, how much is a ticket? Because it hadn't differentiated on my Flickster between VIP and regular. So I didn't realize it was VIP. She said $25.99 for a 1, <laughs> 1 p.m. show. I burst out laughing and left. Um, uh-huh. So as you do, yep. yeah. And then I walked to the Carlton where I paid ten dollars, mm. much more palatable. I love the Carlton. Yeah, I'm glad you went there. I'm glad you saw it there in one of their tiny living room sized theaters. I hope. <laughs> yes, but it was not very full, so I saw the clear view. That's the I, best. That's I the best. Didn't realize the Carlton still existed. That's insane. Oh yeah. Oh, it it's going. The Carlton parties. It is <laughs> the life of the party. <laughs> Well, isn't it fitting that Samantha Herman watched this 
presumably kind of shitty movie there. Yeah. Sorry, um, what's what's Flickster? I'm sorry. What is that? It's a movie Showtime app. Oh. Oh, mediocre tech. From it. Mediocre tech. I'm a cinema clock man. That's Ah, my jam. I don't know that one, but I'm sure they work in similar fashion. Yeah, they both tell you what time movies are on. Yeah. Yep. That's basically the long and short of it. Um, Okay. Let's get into it. Let's let's drop right into it. Let's enroll. Yeah. Movie starts off. (laughs) Yeah. Woo. I feel like you can step into the role, at least for the purposes of this podcast, Sam. You can step into the role of the life of the party. (laughs) You know, like like for us. That's this party. So kind. So kind. <laughs> I'm going to try. Uh, okay, so things begin with... Oh, I forgot to remember any of their names. Okay, Melissa McCarthy <laughs> and her husband, <laughs> Matt Walsh. I'll call... Oh, her name is Deanna. I'll call her Deanna. And his name is Dan. It's all coming back to me. It's all coming back to me now, just like Selena. Wait, Yon. sorry. McCarthy's called Deanna. And Matt Walsh, her husband, is Dan. Oh, man. Okay, their names are super similar. Yep, cool. He, yeah. Okay, so Deanna and Dan are escorting their daughter, Maddie, to uh, first day of school, senior year of college. So it's move-in day after summer break, and they're doing the drop-off. And, nice. Yeah. Uh, are, we in a, are we in any particular city uh, or, it, or, or region of America? Yes. It doesn't indicate it right off the bat, but the university mm-hmm. is called Decatur University. So okay. in the Midwest region. Ah. How wonderful. does that mean that it's in the midwest region decatur a city in illinois or indiana or some such state i've never heard of that city okay let's go with it i'm pretty sure Uh, anyway total midwestern vibe so they're doing the drop off melissa mccarthy is like sputtering she's emotional uh regretting that she never finished college herself because she says i'm so happy that you're at our alma mater where your father and I met, and he says, it's not your alma mater, it's just mine, you didn't graduate. Uh, a little bit of hostility Take it off easy. the bat, yeah. Take it easy, Dan. Yeah, yeah Dan sounds like a bit of a, well, I don't want to use colorful language, but you know <laughs> what I'm going to say. Yeah, I do, and he is. A uh, so-and-so. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Ooh, that's, Ooh. Uh, that's bold. This, this is NC-17. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fix the metadata on this when I upload <laughs> Oh mediocre God, tech <laughs> sam said metadata like <laughs> and did i use it right i don't know i don't know you <laughs> did you did you did actually congrats you've been upgraded to mediocre plus Woo! <laughs> leveling up <laughs> levels so anyway the daughter she's not as emotional she wants to get in there and get going she says i'm only 22 minutes away it's not a big deal i'm not far off from home so that's the setting of the stage and where they are the geography and the relationship uh so they set off, Dan and Deanna, and they get to basically the end of the driveway, and they're planning their Italian vacation, and she's very excited. He stops the car and says, I want a divorce, and I'm in love with Marcy, the real estate agent. It's very Classic. Yeah. Just, I'm in love with Marcy, the real estate agent. <laughs> yeah, he I just wanna, drops yeah. that. Drops it as in a, the driveway. As a sentence. Yeah, <laughs> at the school. Uh, as you know, the real estate Deanna. agent. The, the as one you know, Deanna. Town. We have a real estate agent who I am in love with. <laughs> Exposition. Yeah. Oh, and Let's he also not waste says, any time. <laughs> he also says she's already listed the house. I'm selling ah, it, good. by the way. And she says, you can't do that. And he says, actually, I can. It's all in my name. Which, by the way, still wouldn't allow him to do any of the stuff that he does. But we'll just go with it. They set that as the universe in which the movie lives. So fine. Ooh, um, lawyered. 
lawyer. Yeah, yeah so... that's not. Now, are you now? You know, maybe Decatur Law. Maybe there are some differences. <laughs> maybe in they the didn't get into the nitty gritty of it all. But um, it does seem like if you've lived in a home for many years, uh, somebody can't just sell the home from under you. Like landlords can't even do that to their tenants. So there'd be a process. Yeah, there'd about, be a process. Yeah, figuring this all out. So anyway, she jumps out of but the car. But without the benefit of a college degree, how would she? How would she? <laughs> exactly. Know? Perfect. Yeah. Perfect point. Yeah, perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, That's storytelling right she there. Has no idea. So yeah. she jumps out of the car. He says, "Get back in the car. We'll talk about it later." And then he drives off. She calls an Uber. That's the Ben Falcone cameo. He drives her to her parents' home, played by Jackie Weaver and Stephen Root. I'm just gonna oh, call wonderful. them those names because. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's that. Um, that's a great, uh, great cast. Yeah, they are inflamed. Stephen Root pulls out a gun that he wants to take to threaten Dan. Deanna calms him down, and she just says, I can't believe I never saw it. And they said, we always knew that he was a bad seed from the minute he made you drop out of college when you got pregnant. So they're really hammering this, she didn't finish business. I just um, have a question. How, yeah. like, at this point, how many minutes do you think we're eight, we are into this movie? Uh, like four? Yeah, that's what I thought. Please yeah. continue. <laughs> That's storytelling. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, she says, he didn't make me drop out. I got pregnant and we got married and one of us had to stay at home and one of us could finish. And it just made more sense for him to finish. And I was always meant to go back, but I just never got around to it. And I just was happy being a wife and mother. And now what am I going to do? And she doesn't know. Uh, Next scene, she's playing racquetball with her best friend, played by Maya Rudolph. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. getting drunk on the courts, lamenting. They're, they're getting drunk on the courts? Drunk yeah. racquetball? Yeah. That's awesome. Time. What are they drinking? Like, it looked like coolers, like Mike's Hard style. <laughs> like they really brought tell. bottles of coolers into <laughs> the enclosed racquetball court? Correct. That's, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Pretty yeah. progressive gym they've got there. <laughs> well, Is there it... were some old men yelling at them that wanted oh, the I court. See. Yeah. Didn't go down well. This scene sounds kind of funny. Is it, um,. Is it racquetball or um, squash? Funny. Um, they said the word racquetball, but I can't tell you the difference. I don't know the difference. I know the difference. Do you what really want to know? Yeah. Uh, so they're similar games. Rack- a different shaped racket. A racquetball racket is like a larger uh, webbed hit striking surface with a shorter handle. Squash racket is a longer uh, necked racket with a smaller head. And the ball itself... Um, and racquetball is bouncy, and the squash ball is not bouncy. And oh, the rules riveting. are slightly different, and the courts are slightly different. Huh. Uh, and, yeah. I used to play squash back in the day. Squash is the superior game as far as I'm concerned. Huh. Well, I had no idea. That, Thank you for that. Yeah, I really appreciated that. And um, based on that, thinking back to the film, I believe it was indeed racquetball. Okay. They bounce, if they bounce the ball and it came back up to their hand at any point, then it's racquetball. Well, they weren't good at it, so it's hard to assess on that. It yeah. just hit my yeah. Rudolph in the junk, um, but it did bounce. Yeah, there you go. Oh, she took one in the junk? Yeah. That's funny. Good note. <laughs> so they're they're drunk and there was a groin shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But to a woman, which is, you know, a little more forward thinking. That's storytelling. <laughs> That's Very storytelling. Very impressive film. 
Um, so anyway, they're on the racquetball court just discussing what Deanna's going to do next. She says, I have no skills. I've never really had a career. My life as a wife and mother is over. Like, Maddie's grown. What do I do? And she doesn't really come to any conclusion. But cut to, she goes to visit the daughter of Maddie in her sorority where she lives and drops two pieces of information. Number one, your father left me for Marcy the realtor. And number two, I just enrolled here. I'm also going to complete my final year in tandem with your final year. So she oh. just makes that that she makes that decision over a cut, basically. Yes, like, correct. Oh wow. Uh, okay. And, and also, she's enrolled as in she enrolled and was subsequently accepted in a cut. Yes. None of that was seen. Yeah. None of the is it even possible to resuscitate my 25 year old three years of progress. Or any of that. It's just she's re-enrolled and has her class schedule all off screen. Now, if she chose her, chose her classes, everything. Yeah, it she's probably lit- it probably would be okay. Like you know that adult adult continuing education kind of thing. Like they usually have reserved spots for that kind of thing. They could also if she was her. already a student there previously yep. and they have re- records of her credits. That's fair. Okay, wait. So <laughs> so so just to be clear. She did three of a four-year degree and then dropped out. Yes. And her daughter is also in her senior year, as they say, in the United States of America. So they were, they're both in their senior year. That is right. Okay. I, I, got, some, I got some questions, too. Okay. Because uh, I was wondering how the daughter was already in a, in a sorority. I thought you said that she, it was her first year. No, but... it was the move-in day of her last year. It was just after summer I break. See. How convenient. They're both in their senior years, mom and daughter. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. She was, uh, Melissa McCarthy was unemployed. Deanna, excuse me. Deanna was unemployed. She was just a sing, uh, a, a mom. Yeah. Well, I want to ask that too, yeah. She had no job prior? Uh, no job that was mentioned or relevant. Did so Dan, what, did not. what does Dan do? Um, unclear, but some job. Doesn't matter? B- okay. Business, man. Yeah. And I was going to ask this and then I just looked it up on IMDb anyway, but... Uh, Julie Bowen of Modern Family plays Marcy. That is right. Which, uh, again, great casting there. I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Did you, did you not watch uppity. the trailer? Um, I did watch the trailer, but the only part I remembered was Maya Rudolph getting hit in the junk with that racquetball. <laughs> oh, really? Was that in the trailer? Yeah. I, think I guess it was. The, she got hit in the neck or the junk in the trailer. Um, maybe maybe and, they and did neck in the trailer and, and junk in the movie just to mix it up. Yeah, but I don't remember Julie Bowen even being in the trailer whatsoever. I just watched a trailer just before we record, record started recording, as is my want, and uh, I don't recall that either. Classic, Chris. Yeah. Classic. You know it. Okay, thank you for the updates. Thank you for the info. So, mom and daughter, senior year, school's out. No, school's, school's in. in. School's in. So, school's in. Uh, the daughter takes it better than you would expect. She's a, like a little flummoxed, but she doesn't really lash out or really have any modulated or any like strong reactions. She's very modulated in, in a way that I could not relate to. She just kind of takes it in stride. And then the mom, Deanna, comes downstairs and meets some of her sorority sisters. Um, there are three main ones. One is Gillian Jacobs. I believe she goes by Gillian. Uh hmm. Really? Yeah, one is, um, I don't know any of their names, so I'll call her. Let uh, me, there's, would it be Jennifer and Amanda would be the other two? 
Uh, Wait, who's the daughter? What's the daughter's name? The daughter's Maddie. No, Jennifer's not one. Jennifer, I know who she is. She's okay. She's the bad. Helen is Helen is Gillian Jacobs' name. Yes. Yeah. I can't call her her name is Gillian. I know. Jillian Jacobs rolls off the tongue so nicely. It's illiterate. Like, why wouldn't you go with that? I've heard her name Gillian. It's very strange. Like Gillian's Island. (laughs) So let's call her Helen then. No. All right. No. No. I okay. Up to you. You're the storyteller. Fine, Gillian. Gillian Jacobs is one. Amanda is the other, and I think Debbie is the third. So Deanna is familiar with Debbie and Amanda from the past. First time meeting Gillian, who's a sophomore, and she asks her, "You seem a bit older than the others. What's the story?" I was going to say, yeah. And she says very cavalierly, "Oh, I was in a coma for eight years, and so I got a later start." (laughs) Okay, that's that's funny. <laughs> it should have been that's because funny. it played throughout, and it just they could have done something with that. That's funny. Spoiler alert: they didn't. They did not. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Deanna says, "Hey, gals, great news! I've just enrolled. I'm gonna finish my archaeology degree. Love the stuff. Can't get enough of it. Any of you fine students also in archaeology? They aren't." but Gillian Jacobs is undeclared, so keep that in mind. And they part ways. Um, and remember when I said that the that Dan was selling the house? Well, I guess that's happening really quickly because Deanna is living in the dorms with a roommate and is not upset about that. She just happily um, goes to move in. So, oh. okay, I'm going to... Oh, so... Oh, oh yes. <laughs> so I have... Thoughts and questions. <laughs> I mean, we knew this was going to happen, right? I mean, but let's let's go through the questions. They have to be asked. Please. I I get the impression from Dan's behavior that he's not super willing to share the money that he seems to be the sole earner of. Very and, much uh, so. And I correct me if I'm wrong. As a as a young woman who both lives in the United States and has gone to higher education institutions in the United States. Um, university costs money. Uh, we'll get to that. It, it okay. is a big plot point. All right. But she's just right in there in the dorms. There hasn't been a reference to money yet at this point in the film. But just to catch you up, later Dan is upset and says, once we get this divorce finalized, I won't have to spring for your college anymore. So he is oh, so paying he, for it. So so she like sent a bill or whatever. Yeah, she was like, yeah, sure, send a bill. Yeah. Dan, that's not how divorce works. You're going to have to continue paying. You're going to have to continue paying a significant amount of money. I don't think he wants to acknowledge how divorce works. And as we've as we've clarified already, I don't think Melissa McCarthy has thought about or understands how divorce works. No, No. sounds like she's getting railroaded a little. Yeah. All the money is in his hands and it comes back to play later in the film. Okay. All right. So she's in the, uh, the the dorms of Decatur U with a roommate. Tell yeah. me about what, the roommate. Yeah, what year is the roommate in? Um, the roommate is a caricature of a misanthropic, angsty goth. She looks our age. I don't know what age she's meant to be or what year she's meant to be because she lays in bed for most of it and just lurks on Deanna um, in mm-hmm. a very creepy manner. And then when Deanna is somewhat nice to her, she's like, best friends. So I can't tell you much about her because even when Deanna asks her, have you ever left this room in the f- 
first few weeks we've been here or go to any class, she demurs. <laughs> um, the answer seems to be no. Okay, good. Honestly, I can't take any more characters at this time. I'm glad <laughs> that one just stays in bed. That's good. <laughs> yep, not a lot going on with her. She recurs um, and just is creepy. And uh, she there's something with her later. We'll get to that. Great. Despite the fact that it's a lot of characters already, I feel like that decision is a bit of a missed opportunity for roommate hijinks, but okay, sure. It, it indeed it is. Um, yeah. So, as the film portends, let us take you to the first party. <laughs> I didn't realize the film was portending anything. <laughs> yeah, that's high. <clears throat> that's high high praise. <laughs> that's uh, storytelling. So. <laughs> Um, the daughter and the the gals invite Deanna to go to a frat party. Uh, she's a little nervous, but she does go. And and, and, the, and Maddie's okay. Her daughter Maddie is okay with that. Like, yeah, my mom can attend a frat party with me. Yeah. At first, when they suggest having a movie night, she basically like with her eyes like throws Deanna out. Like Deanna reads the cues, and she's like, no, no, um, no. Like I'll leave you guys to it. And then yeah. the next time they hang out, it's to a frat party, and she's all for it. Jesus. Yeah, well, they so... got to keep this. They got to keep this incredibly rapid light speed pace going. <laughs> yeah. After all, this movie, someone must have known that Samantha Herman was watching this movie, and they got to aim for that sweet spot of an hour and twenty minutes. Even yeah. though I don't think they achieved it. <laughs> they did not. It was an hour forty. They went like, yeah, yeah. they went twenty five minutes over. But still, <laughs> it's nice that they tried for you. They they did. All um, right, fuck it. She goes to a frat, a middle-aged woman. <laughs> middle-aged woman goes to a frat party. Let's go with her daughter. With her with daughter. Her dog. And her yep, oh, and okay. they're like grinding up on each other. The daughter's flirting okay. with her love interest, who it's Jin Young, Jin Yang from Silicon Valley. Um, he it. has like yeah. no characterization, so don't worry about him. But meanwhile, Deanna is getting up, grinding with a young man named Jack, and. I fell asleep for like 20 seconds and I woke up <laughs> to both couples humping in adjoining rooms. What? They didn't really show it, but they showed the egress. They both sneak out to do the morning walk of shame in next door rooms. Are you sure you didn't fall asleep? Maybe you just, like, there was just another cut that was just completely egregious. I can tell you that they both made love that night, and then they both walked out together and then discussed their lovemaking. She humped a frat dude? Yep. Right on. This movie's <laughs> kind of raw. <laughs> yeah. I, they didn't really show it. I, my, so wait. I was listening, even though I was kind of asleep. Maddie humped Jin Yang. Yep. And, yeah. and uh, Deanna humped... This Jack. character named Jack, played by Luke Benward, who looks yeah. like... Fresh talent. I mean, he looks like any frat boy from any movie. Yep, great casting. So he, he's, uh, he's like, feeling the Coog vibe? This yeah, don't forget about Jack. He is in this film. From oh, I on. see. Yeah. <laughs> he is in... <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. All right. Crit critics said he was in that film. <laughs> In addition to <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Reviewers all agree he was present for this film. Uh, uh, right. Okay. All right. Well, um, sounds like we've made it to the 15th minute of this movie. <laughs> yeah. I, and this party's I, got some life. Uh, 
It could have a lot of life. One of these women, if not both, could be pregnant right now. Who knows? They could. Sounds like some reckless sexual escapades. Yep. So um, Deanna is very forthright. She seems to have no anxiety or nerves or regret or happiness or any feeling of making love with a 20-something after being monogamously married for probably 25 years with Dan. Just, like, no reaction other than, like, some playful banter about how she rocked his world. Then she calls her vagina a vagoogle mm. and says to Maddie, you can ask me anything about sex because you came from in here. I'm like your vagoogle. Yeah, that was sort of the apex of the trailer that I just watched. I found it disturbing. I, did not I feel like, like that was they 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 nailed that down as their best material and they put it in the trailer because of that. It was not their best material. Well, I'm excited to hear what <laughs> what was their best material. Is Maddie still fine with all of this, or is she finally saying like she, she didn't you're seem making, to love the Google thing? Poor choices. No, she you're just says like poor choices. You're making me uncomfortable. Stop talking about it. But it's very playful. Okay. Well, whatever. She's been jilted by her husband, and she deserves this. You know, just... maybe, maybe we're maybe the the millenniums these days. Like they're not so. Maybe this sort of trope of being embarrassed by your parents is a little bit old hat. Maybe this is like everyone's just on each other's Instagrams and in each other's faces all the time. So maybe she's just like down or whatever. She's like, are they like? Do they do the like we're best friends kind of thing, like mom and mm-hmm. daughter thing? quite but she does give her a makeover forgot that before the party maddie does give her a makeover because she's in you know her mom tight curls hag look and she buys all this like swag from decatur university that is made fun of oh i must have skipped a scene i have it in my list but it's it must be out of order because she's still wearing the the hideous swag anyway maddie dolls her up and then she mm-hmm. maintains the look for the rest of the movie maybe that's the way it is with the kids these days they're okay. They're just like they're fine okay. with hanging with their parents and sleeping with frat guys at the same party. <laughs> yeah, with, yeah, with their parents. Yeah, mix it up, like kids these days. Break out of <laughs> break out of social norms. Absolutely, it's a Absolutely. it's an enlightened time we're in. Sure, sure, paradigm shift. You know, I knew I was going to learn something from this movie. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to what I just referenced. So she's still in her haggy look in her archaeology class. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that is being taught by an old classmate of hers. He's ascended to professor status, played by Chris Parnell. And oh, yeah. um, Gillian Jacobs, once Ugh. undeclared as a major, really took a shine to the archaeology prompt, and she's there as well. And then in front of them is Jennifer, the one you asked about before. Um, and she is the very traditional, stereotypical, bitchy college sorority popular girl okay and she, same same sorority as the others no uh no no she's the rival sorority it had no bearing on it she's just that type okay but her uh, membership does not matter fair enough i thought maybe we'd get some rival sorority vibes i was kind of hoping for that but we, how not. is there not how is there not rival sorority vibes I, what yeah, i don't know what is this what I, okay we're know. completely out know. of touch with today's youth i don't know what's happening <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know i'm there's upset there's supposed to be a, a fun loving frat that's a bunch of or sorority that's a bunch of rascals and 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 characters and then there's supposed to be a snooty uptight yeah um, aryan race sorority uh you know that's the rules. And each of them has an equivalent fraternity. 
and then there's some date rapey things that happen <laughs> that are the later uh, exposed and righted, and the bad guys get their comeuppance. Yeah, through pranking, through <laughs> a series of pranks. And then, you know, and then the dean gets involved, and, you know, justice is served on that level as well, and all's right in the world. <laughs> yeah, I Sam, agree with you. None of that happens. Where my Van Wilder at? <laughs> Sam, you're going to have to tell us about... You're going to have to tell us a different movie than the one you saw, because <laughs> we need to hear that movie. I wish I had seen that one. Okay. I Okay. I'm going to calm myself down. <laughs> the thing that I'm really holding out for is when I see Christina Aguilera here on the credited cast. So <laughs> I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for that moment. Please, please, let's get closer to that moment. Okay. <laughs> we're inching. So we're, we're inching closer and closer to it. We're in archaeology class. Is it like a lecture style? Lecture style. Yeah. Not what's, a practical uh, what's, class. What's, What's par- I I enjoy a Parnell too. So what what's Parnell's vibe here? What's his ang- he always he's always got an angle. His vibe is archaeology puns that most of, that Deanna laughs at and is the only one to enjoy. That's kind of funny. Yeah. That's do you re- do you remember any of those puns? Um, he something like great question. If this if you don't like this class, you'll get your mummy back. Ho ho! <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, mind. like mummy, like yeah. instead of money. Yeah. Get it? Poof. Yeah. It's also not true. Well, it depends when you drop. Anyway. <laughs> money is problematic in general, as we've established for this movie. Yeah, they don't understand how any of that works. I don't. Okay. I think all right. it's all cash-based, too. They don't, they don't get it. Um, right. So the bitchy student makes fun of her, and Helen Gillian Jacobs defends her honor and, like, cuts a big swath of hair from the villain as coffins with, with her what? bag scissors she just has scissors in her backpack um wow. and that now that i've said it out loud um never comes to anything i don't think she ever notices or says anything about it for the rest oh. of the film okay so I she feel assaulted like that a happened. Yeah, that's assault that's like yeah. a chargeable offense but again laws money Social norms, well, <laughs> none of them are really in play here. That is right. Um, okay. So let's get back into the correct timeline. So just to catch you up, has a fight with the villain in the class, then she goes to the party, then she makes love to Jack, now we're back. Okay, so she's at the library studying, and Jack finds her and says, oh, I, Maddie told me where you would be, you didn't respond to any of my texts. She takes out her phone, and he's just texted her, like, she scrolls through the phone, and it's just him for many texts with no reply. Uh-huh. So he's into it. Because? And I don't know. Because of the Google? Yeah, yeah because of her Google. Google. He's just into her, and he's like, I want to get together more. I think you're really special. And she says, no, no, that was a one-time thing. We really shouldn't. And then they hump in the stacks. Is he seemingly pure of heart? Yes. I see. How does he get ribbed from his boys? Not for, nearly enough for hitting the mom. Not not in a way that satisfied me. Wow, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> we can see where we can see where your loyalty lies. Um, but as you've as you've already discussed, Chris, perhaps this new generation simply does not see this as uh, something worth even remarking on like it's just sure. two two people exploring their bodies and enjoying sure. themselves sure sexuality is a spectrum as well it's like whatever yeah. whatever, whatever floats you your do. boat bro yeah. yeah okay 
so they hump in the stacks. Yep, sure do. And are maybe... there any like book? Like, do they use books as as props or anything? This is a very chaste movie, so all the humping oh. is at it's at the conclusion point. Like they're wrapping oh, things I see. up. They cut away. Yeah, and then yeah, okay. Uh, she calls Maya Rudolph and reports all this. And this is a very, very tiny B story, but she's just a little bit jealous that her friend is cutting loose and living her youthful life again. Maya Rudolph is jealous. Yeah. Okay. Is Maya, is Maya Rudolph married with kids? What's she's her married. Deal? Don't know about the kids, but she's married. And it's kind of a bland, still happy, but just it's not spicy marriage. Oh, man. That really sounds like an underusing of Maya Rudolph, who I do enjoy. That's too bad. It, yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, she should never be the boring friend. Yeah, no. she had some okay lines, but like her life is boring in the movie. Like, like, oh, that ball hit me in the junk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm in pain. Good line. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Deanna goes to visit the gal at the sorority. Some of them are down in the dumps. One of them, Debbie, is nervous about finding love and what she's going to do when they graduate. And Deanna just gives them some some thoughtful remarks that her life has sucked for the past 25 years, but look at her now. She was able to re-enroll and is living out her dream, which mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure what her dream is other than finally finishing. Um, unclear. Yeah. Look at me now. I went back to the same place that you guys are right now and you're not already, and you're already not happy. So you can always come back here. <laughs> yep. Look at me now. Yep. Also, hasn't she been in like two days of classes so far? Oh, no. This has been weeks. Oh, they I see. They don't show wow. really much of the class part of it. Right. The, the, okay. Yep. I mean, I guess it's about being the life of the party. So. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. they respond positively to her advice. And as a gesture, <laughs> they invite her to an 80s party. And they all dress up in such garb. Um, which okay. is a, a fun moment to get the yep. costumes out. Yep. Sure. Sure, and it puts uh, Deanna sort of, she's like the expert, right? Yes. She's the one who knows the 80s the most, so she can be like the, take the lead. Exactly. Uh, does Deanna have to like, does Deanna not, it's like the other girls have to like go to a vintage store or whatever, but Deanna can just like go to her own closet. Yeah, that's outfit. good. Great question. That would have been a really fun scene. But Debbie, one of the girls says, I did bring my costume trunk, and then they don't even show the dress up part. What? is happening (laughs) i hate this movie just it's there it's all there the fork the knife the plate it's all set it's all there just pick it up and fucking eat this isn't hard (laughs) yep no she says it and then cut to they arrive at the party all ready to go sam i have a question this is a little bit out of context but if you had somehow paid 25 dollars for this film (laughs) How would you be feeling right now? Um, very poorly. I see. I see. <laughs> In a way that I would have somehow gotten that money back. Yeah, that I don't doubt. <laughs> if anyone I... could get their money back for, like, basically just due to that scene not existing, <laughs> it would be you. I think we would have been reading about a uh, woman burns down movie theater at Young and Dundas <laughs> on the news today. So, as we alluded to Deanna's in her element a song comes on that she responds I don't even remember what it was but she does a bit of a an 80s dance 
move that I thought was shoddy at best, but <laughs> the crowd is digging it. They're like, we didn't know your mom could dance. Jack's looking on with Jin Yang from afar in awe. Um, it's like, she makes me so nervous. Can you tell? And Jin Yang says, yeah, I can. That's the ribbing. That's the extent of it. Uh, uh, yep. But then she gets in a dance-off with Jennifer, the bad girl. Ooh. Okay, here we go. Now we're, yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Let's. I mean, this is sure. one of the, the, the boxes that needs to be ticked for a film <laughs> yeah. like this. Yeah, a yeah. dance-off has to happen. It's in a frat house, I assume. Um, yeah, Sorority I think house. so. I can't really tell. Uh, Whatever. It must be, yeah. Sure, Not the sure. same as the first party. Um, and really, no winner is declared. They just kind of do it Ugh. a bit, and it, then it's over. And Jack's still into her. So everyone gets a participation award? <laughs> yeah. She doesn't... Is... She neither triumphs over the villain in, in like a, in a victorious scene, nor does she embarrass herself and get defeated by the villain. Either she would could be then a, later come back from. Yeah. Either would be a valid choice, and Ben Falcone makes neither. That is correct. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a good time. <laughs> So then, oh, by the way, Chris Parnell, she's the best student in the class. He's really complimentary to her. And he says, I can't wait to see your midterm presentation. She says, I can't wait for you to read it. I'm really working hard on it. And he says, no, 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 I'm going to see it. It's an oral presentation. And then out of nowhere, she freaks out and tells Helen Gillian Jacobs, I really have a tough time public speaking, which has um, not been in evidence or mentioned up to this point, but now here we are. It's the presentation. She freaks out in a way that is so cartoonish. It was only for Melissa McCarthy to, or Deanna to like do her thing of physical comedy. Oh, like she was knocking stuff over and like everything. Right. All the things she sweats through her entire outfit. She's Uh choking. She's wheezing. Her voice turns like deep villain style. She, this is during the presentation. During the presentation, she ends okay. up passing out and like basically having a seizure. Did you laugh? I did not, and I can tell you that no one else did either. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that a woman who uh, was seeming with no compunction whatsoever enrolled in college uh, and would go to an '80s dance party and throw down, s- throw down in a dance off in front of. Let's just be honest, children. Uh, <laughs> it suddenly gets stage fright when it comes to a oral presentation Jeremy that's exactly where I was I felt the exact same I thought well nothing leading up to this point has indicated she'd have any problems with this at all in fact she would relish it based on what I'm seeing yeah okay because she would feel like she was being included in the college lifestyle yep yep well I'm right there with both of you <laughs> but, but it turns out not the case and she gets very nervous <laughs> And uh, suffers a, a seizure. Yep. So she does not. That's complete, concerning. Does not complete the presentation. <laughs> um, what kind of what kind of grade does she get? Well, we'll come back to that. Na. Wait. 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 Na. Yeah. Not applicable. Seizure. <laughs> Na. Colon. Seizure. <laughs> um, let me ask you a question here because you know it's pro- it's probably subtext, but is Parnell feeling that? Great question. I was feeling them. But uh-huh. the movie does not give me what I expected in any way when it comes to them. 
Really? I mean, I yeah, I thought that that's where we were headed as well. Yeah, uh-huh. me too. And like, she's into his puns. She makes similar puns. Like, they definitely have that in common. And he's, you know, she's his favorite class. Class. They're reconnecting person, after person, being student. students together. Yeah, they're back in the same environment together. Guess what? He's they, age. He's never age appropriate. Scene. They never he's have age a appropriate. Scene. Oh my lord! <laughs> yeah, the only time they interact is in the class amongst the rest of the students. Okay, uh, Aguilera, you better be around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up is Deanna is at dinner with Maya Rudolph and her husband and another couple. And... So she's fine. She's she recovered from the seizure. We we don't go to the hospital or anything. Oh no. Okay. All right. No long term. No, Jeremy, okay. that would have been at funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. She's fine. She's at dinner. Okay. Yeah, at dinner, and she's a bit bored, and you can tell that she's just not used to this sort of adult conversation anymore. They're talking just like bland, 40-something talk. Um, Why is she at dinner with Dan? Not Dan. Maya Rudolph and her husband and another couple. Yeah. My apologies. Okay. Uh, and Maya Rudolph is like, you're going to leave me. I can tell you're not into this. Like, I know how boring these people are, but, like, don't forget me and, like, leave me for all your new young friends. Like, I'll leave my husband if I have to, which is a, kind of a funny moment. <laughs> to um, say that out loud in front of her own husband? Yeah, that's she, fine. Yeah, she, like, reams the other guy for being so boring and tells me he looks like a stroked-out Orson Welles. That's <laughs> okay for Okay, that's that funny. <laughs> that's a Rudolph. That's the Rudolph I know. Yeah, that was her big scene, is this dinner scene. Stroked um, out. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, right. But then, because we're in Decatur, near the university, I guess it's a really small town because more people join. Dan and Marcy also happen to be at the restaurant. Uh-oh. And Jack happens to be a waiter at the restaurant. And what I didn't <laughs> I see coming, and what I regret, just because I feel foolish for not having seen the light of this, is that Jack and Marcy are mother and son. Yep. Uh, Love that. Liking that. Marcy, Marcy being Julie Bowen. Correct. Yeah. Her, the, uh, the other woman. Uh-huh. So the other woman stole her husband, and then she humped the other woman's son. Yep. And, and That's I, a get back. And, yep. and I presume that Deanna makes this realization at this moment as well. Yeah, everyone realizes it, and Jack has, he's so purified that he doesn't see this as something that he should feel weird or embarrassed or subtle about or nuanced about, and he says- He's on his, his own, he's yeah. on his own vibe, he's, own, he's just on his own vibe. His own I think planet. Jack's my favorite character. <laughs> I think so. Um, is, is is the secret revealed? Is Deanna like, I humped your son, or what happens it, there? Yeah, because- he says, this is her, Mom. And she says, you told me you were seeing a cool college girl. And he says, <laughs> yeah, it's her. <laughs> That's pretty good. This is pretty good. This yeah. scene is, the whole movie should have been this dinner scene. <laughs> yeah, this is the best part, I guess. Um, and then I Deanna guess. says, like, yeah, I humped your son, like, all over. And that was fun. Um, that is a bit of fun. Yeah. That's and, saucy. <laughs> yeah. And... Marcy and Dan also reveal that they're getting married, like, basically that weekend. And sure. so I guess the divorce has gone through. Yep. yep. Oh, yep. I missed one scene. Marcy and Dan on one side and Maya Rudolph and Dan on the other do go to an arbitration about the divorce, um, which makes no sense. They would not be present for that. Um, they have no lawyers. It's just that. It's those pairs. Um, what? What? 
Yeah, and they discuss. Oh, that was when, in the trailer, actually. Yeah, I think. that's when he says, like, once this is through, I don't have to pay for your college anymore. So I guess yeah, that went through, and yeah. now they can get married. It's been like four months, so that's also extremely inaccurate. Um, it takes a while to file and go through. Whatever. Um, the legalities of this movie are uh, in their problematic. Own, <laughs> it's in their own universe. Um, she takes a while though that they're getting married so imminently. But the sorority girls, minus Maddie, as she would be a guest at her father's wedding, um, come up to Deanna and say, you've been so supportive and sage for us. We want to take you out. We know he's getting married tonight, and you deserve a distraction and a girl's night out. So, so sorry, we're still at the restaurant? No, no, now we're just, that's the wedding day. Can, can I just ask, yeah. did, uh, did, uh, did um, Julie Bowen forbid her son from seeing Deanna anymore? No. She, she was just was like, upset. she was just like rattled and that was it. Yeah. I think, you know, if you're Jack's mother and, you know, at this point in Jack's life, he's, he's in his early twenties. Uh, you realize that you can't tell that guy anything because <laughs> that guy is on his own fucking tip. Like, like that dude just does what he pleases with no, sh- no, Second thoughts and uh, no shame, none, <laughs> none, no guile, pure, no shame, no pure heart, pure no anxiety. Heart. Yeah, yeah, and not and not that you should be ashamed of, of of sleeping with an older woman. I don't mean that, but like, no, most but there are human, social pressures. Most human beings would acknowledge the awkwardness of that situation, especially, especially now that he knows that it's his mother's new husband's ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, that would be the one right there. Yeah, he does not care, and well, all of that all of that comes out at the place where he works. So <laughs> there's there's a bit of a professional pressure, perhaps, but not for Jack, nope. not at all. Unfazed. He's Unfazed. kind of my hero in a way. <laughs> yeah, we should just all like, live like him. His poise, you know, like not his specific actions, just the way he handles everything. Yeah, there's a lot to He's... be learned from him. Just keep an eye on young <laughs> Luke Benward. <laughs> Who plays Jack? Um, so anyhow, it's the day of the wedding, which is just like four days after the dinner scene, and the girls take Deanna to Gillian Jacobs' coma friend. You might ask what she means by that. I wondered. Huh. I do not have an answer for you. She said well, we were coma buddies together. I get it. Yeah, coma buddies. Okay. Adjacent adjacent comas in the same room. Yeah. Then they came sure. out of the coma at similar times. I guess they sure. decided to. To align their coma timings. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should come out of this at the same time. What do you think? Cool, cool. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Great idea, Gillian. <laughs> yep, so it's Nat Faxon, small part. Um, <laughs> he's funny. Yeah, he is funny. They, you'll recognize Look up his pick. Um, yeah. They are hanging out, and Deanna compliment. Oh, by the way, they're calling her D-Rock at this point, but I didn't want to confuse you, so I'm just staying with Deanna. Um, I don't. Yeah, that's that's a shitty nickname. Let's not use it. <laughs> wow. Yep. She was very excited to be bequeathed it, but I yeah. agree. Uh, she says this chocolate bark is really good, Nat Fax, and he says, "Yeah, you should probably slow down. It's reefer chocolate." And oh, hey oh, yep, and, reefer. Yeah, they're like, "Why didn't you tell us? We've been like plowing it for the past hour." <laughs> 
Um, they did not say plowing it. No, they didn't. I, that's I wish they you said did. that. That's me. Whatever they said is not nearly as funny as what you just said. We've been plowing it. <laughs> Don't oversell this, Sam. They also didn't say reefer. Like, nope, that's, they didn't. No, they didn't say reefer. They didn't say anything as funny as that. All right, so they've been plowing this chocolate reefer. <laughs> yep, and they like their eyes are going wonky in a special effects scene situation and uh, like the minute he tells them that it's reefer chocolate they just go mad high and well sure there's no time to waste no and they decide to be the bigger person deanna decides to be the bigger person and wish dan well on his wedding so they all go to where the wedding is taking place and her her she's well-meaning she intends is that her like reefer epiphany Kind of, yeah. She's like, I just okay. like I want to be set free and let him go off on this new thing, and I want to be the right, do the right thing, and do the yeah. right thing for my daughter. But they show She's... up, and there's like all this like horrible, mean stuff made by Julie Bowen. Um, she's and it's like all in real estate talk, like trade up your wife. I'm sorry, that she she made like a sign that says that. Yeah, they're or... like you know where you you have an easel and it's like welcome to the wedding of. That kind of yeah, thing, it's like that, and there's multiples of that, and they're all different, and they're such things as like upgrade your wife to a better life, stuff like that. That that's stunning. Uh... Yes, it was um, like it took a lot of effort to make those just to be mean to someone who you didn't think was going to be there. I can't believe she produced Jack from Herva Google. Did did great point. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> oh, I mean, he took all the sensitivity just right out of her and kept it for himself. Yeah. Great point, Chris. And I was, I was going to on on Jack. Uh, did he's such a beautiful angel? Did did he address that? Was is is he okay with his current lover being um, referred to in that way, or is Maligned? he just such a we don't he just see... such a glorious idiot? That's like free of that. Couldn't even see it. He couldn't perceive it. Well, yeah. we don't yeah, okay. see him seeing that because the wedding's already in flux and when the girls and Deanna arrive it's just an empty hallway where they find those signs okay wait so was Deanna invited to the wedding oh no, no. they just show up they just know where it is because the daughter so there. so yeah. marcy makes all this stuff that is like a dig at Deanna without ever having the intention of Deanna being there to see it or feel insulted by it correct correct the only people who will see that insult that have any connection to you Deanna are her new husband, Dan. And her son, who's and, dating Deanna. And Deanna's daughter will <laughs> yep. see it. So Deanna's oh, daughter will have oh, to read a sign. About, about her mother. About her mother being a downgrade, uh, being a lesser woman uh, to this new one. Being a fixer-upper. Yeah, her own mother. Cool, 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 cool. And yep. she produced Jack again. <laughs> Somehow. We don't see Jack's dad, though, so maybe Jack's father must be a goddamn angel. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's father died uh, saving millions from an earthquake. He, he was an immaculate conception. <laughs> Jack's father is the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, I wish. Sequel. Okay, um, where are we? You know oh, the rock would the say yes to that, by the way. The rock would be like, I'm in. Of yep. course he would. I'm in. He's already um, preparing right now. Yeah. Okay, so so they, they see these horrible signs, and that probably kills the high, the reefer high. 
Well, it kills their well-intentioned arrival, and they end up trashing the entire reception area, where no one is at yet, so the wedding is in the ceremony part, and the reception uh, is um, waiting for them, and they just destroy it. That's kind of funny. I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like when people trash things. Yeah, I mean, I guess it has to happen in at least one or possibly two points in any Melissa McCarthy movie, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes. Okay, all right, all right. And just as they are wrapping up the destruction, everyone from the ceremony filters in, including Marcy and Dan, of course. And this sure. is when Dan says, I'm cutting you off. This is the last straw. Don't know how he's able to do that. Again, they've wound down the divorce, so all those matters would be settled in a very strict in manner. The terms, yeah. In the terms yeah. of the divorce agreement. Yep, but apparently yeah. he can just say, I'm cutting you off. Okay, yep. You can do that indicator. Maybe he's just the king of like big statements. You know, he just says stuff, even no, though it has no bearing it, on reality. It does have a bearing, though, as you'll see soon. Oh, um, I see. Okay, so she can't go to university anymore, or something. Yeah. Yep. Um, wow, called it. Called <laughs> it. So she's flustered by this. Really, like, not a strong enough reaction from Jack or Maddie. Maddie is actually, if anything, upset with. Deanna for ruining the wedding, not at Dan and Marcy for being so vicious. Yeah, well, uh, everyone, uh, fair enough. Both both parties are acting monstrously at this point. Yeah, but again, Maddie has no um, depth of any kind. So yeah, I was gonna say I don't understand her character at all. I don't. She doesn't have. I don't know. She doesn't have. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's really like her extremes are minimal. Right. She has a name. I'm assuming two legs, two arms. And Jin Yang as her boyfriend. Oh, yeah, Jin Yang. I guess, but they don't really I talk or Yang. show that. All right. All right. Um, so then, just a brief tangent. Melissa, or Deanna, is kidnapped from her dorm room, and it's a hazing thing. She's made an honorary sister at the sorority. Okay, at least we, we, at least we checked off that box. <laughs> yeah, it's brief, though. She doesn't really have to do much. Uh, Maddie has to paddle her in the buttocks mm-hmm. and she does it once and her response to that was oh, no. stronger than what I felt it should be. She just like is screaming as if it's the worst abuse she's ever taken and it was just like one swat right. of the paddle. Uh-huh. And all the sisters are into it. Like there's no backlash or anyone saying, like, I don't want this weird old lady in her... Like, there's none of that. Mm. She's now, won everyone over. Yeah. Now, what about... Um, I know that um, Deanna has crippling uh, public speaking uh, anxiety. So does getting bent over in front of a bunch of young people, uh, first and foremost her daughter, and having to be publicly paddled in front of all these people, does, that, does the uh, public anxiety issues bubble up at all here? Uh, in fact, it's the opposite because Maddie yeah. says, I'm not comfortable paddling her. And she just bends herself right over and says, should I be on all fours? I want to do this the right way. I want like you all got paddled, right? Like I want to fit in. I, I want the real thing. As long as she doesn't have to prepare remarks ahead of time, seems to yeah. be fine. Maybe it's archaeology based. Like if she has to talk about archaeology, that's what really chokes her up. <laughs> I have no prepared remarks for this paddling at this time, <laughs> <laughs> sir. Sir or madam. <laughs> okay, so so we, we, we proceed with the paddling. It sounds like that's a bit of a breakthrough and uh, maybe a bit of a bonding. Sure. Rite of passage, as it should be. 
Yeah, but she's already bonded with them. None of them had to be won over. They were won over from the outset. So it didn't have hey, what's that the sorority called? Uh, it's, I don't know. It's Greek letters and it's not funny. Oh, damn it. Phi Slamma Gemma. <laughs> See, w- that's what I was looking for. <laughs> no, it's just like a boring combo. Ugh, okay. Mm-hmm. We're on, almost at Aguilera. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> The life of the party's about to show up. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Deanna... Oh, by the way, she's intermittently interacted with the roommate, and at one point she like opens the blinds and says, like, you need to get out of here. But there's really, like, nothing with that. The roommate doesn't really interact with anyone else in the film in a significant way, but she does exist and recur throughout the movie. I just wanted you to remember that, because it matters soon. Um, so... Is she Christina Aguilera? Just wait for it. No, she's not. Okay. But um, oh, that would have been good. That would have been fucking. We see her face, great. so yeah. Um, Deanna apologizes to Maddie and the rest of them, and says, "You shouldn't have had your senior year tainted by your mother's midlife crisis. I don't want you to look back on your final year and only remember having to deal with me. You should this should be your time, and I've ruined it for you. Even though she kind of hasn't, but." She says, I can't afford it anyway. Your father's cut me off, and I still have to pay for the rest of this year. Also, I don't know why that's true, because it's the same year. Probably it was already paid for, but whatever. Maybe it's second semester dues. I don't know. Um, and the daughter says, no, now it was really hard for me to accept you coming here. No, it wasn't, but okay. And now that I finally do and want you here, you're going to leave? How could you do that? Um, and um, Yeah, okay. The girls try to think of some ideas of how to raise money for her, and they decide to throw, like, the best party of the whole year and make it a fundraiser to keep her at school and raise the tuition. And they're like, if people, this is, like, light math funniness where they don't know how to multiply stuff and come up with, like, the right figures. Um, But, like, $40 times 1,000 students, we'd have $4,000. They're like, no, you'd have 40000 which is way more than the 12 we need, etc. And then they decide, yeah, she's like, no one's going to pay $40 to come to a party. And they're like, no, but $20 they would. Somehow the 1,000 people attending remains. Like, they're confident about that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it was just the dollar value on the ticket. Um, And, yeah, they're like, She's like, how could you guys embrace me this way? I've never felt so included and so proud to have met all of you, even if this hasn't happened. The fact that you even consider this is meaningful to me, blah, blah, blah. And so they have the party. It's ready to go. Um, No one is showing up. And they're like, what are we going to do? No one is Is there a theme? Are they they like, did they make posters that is like raise money for Deanna or like? Yes. Or is that the theme of the party that are like openly saying yeah. this? Like, yeah. they have a huge poster and it says "Save D Rock." Save D Rock. So, so the they're using her the sorority building. her positive reputation around campus to to really drive those thousands of attendees into this party. Um, yep, yeah, but it doesn't work because no one comes. And then huh. Debbie, one of the sorority girls, says, "Well." Tonight's the night of the Christina Aguilera concert. And they're like, we're screwed. That must be it. Everyone must be at that. Everyone who goes to this college must be at that. It's true. All the 
18-year-old Americans these days, definitely of every kind, yeah. love to go to see Christina Aguilera. Yeah. So, she's so of the moment, you know, in 2018. Oh. They they loved when their parents were listening to Genie in a Bottle. <laughs> yeah. When they were Before two. they were born. Yeah, before they were fucking born. <laughs> That's what li- literally what they were conceived to. <laughs> <laughs> I was conceived to Genie in the Bottle, and I was... Uh, delivered to dirty. <laughs> Guess I better pay one hundred and fifty dollars and go to this concert with every other person in my college. Yep, that's basically what's happening. Except for Debbie, the one true fan, is not at the concert and didn't realize it was the night of the concert until just now when she looks it up. Oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah, a little awkward. <sighs> so then, uh. Maddie's like, I have an idea. She takes Gillian Jacobs, Helen's phone, and Twitters out something from Gillian's phone. And they're like, what did you just do? And she says, I said, I Twittered out that Christina Aguilera was going to be here after the concert to Gillian Jacobs' 2 million followers. And they say, how do you have 2 million followers? And she says, you know, I'm coma girl. Uh, That's actually pretty good. It bothered me, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't... It's... I mean, if they don't, if they're not going to explain anything, and then they're going to start, I assume that that's maybe the last time that the coma is mentioned in this movie. Yes. So I don't know. Yeah. I can vibe with that. It's all. It's so flippant that it's, it's yeah. actually like cheeky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Great job, Gillian. <laughs> well, it pays off, and the party becomes just rowdy, and they're raising the money as intended. Uh, everyone's there. The parents uh-huh. show up. Her parents show up. Jackie Weaver and Stephen Root show up. Uh, Maya Why? Rudolph and her husband. Because they want to see Christina Aguilera? <laughs> no, just like to support Deanna. And oh. yeah, yeah, I don't think okay. it's Aguilera related. Maya Rudolph shows up with husband. And she okay. finally gets a taste of the college life as she and the husband make love publicly as well, which she was jealous publicly. of. Publicly. Well, publicly. You know, take like, take me through that. They don't really show up, but like in... In the midst of the party, basically. I see. Have, I think they take they a have... room upstairs, but like, oh, they're okay. happy. With oh, that. not not on the dance floor. No, they don't have public intercourse. They don't have performance. <laughs> no, it's not warrior okay. style. Okay. Right. This is a chaste frat environment. Yes. yes. Um, so the party's raging. Jennifer, the bitchy girl, comes. She gets in a cat fight with Gillian Jacobs, and Deanna breaks it up. And she says, "We have enough problems as women." Ladies, like, we shouldn't be doing this. And they all Ugh. make amends. It's very Ugh. brief. Ugh. Yeah. Right. Good mm-hmm. good, good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Rude and Jackie Weaver offer a check to Deanna. And they're like, even if this doesn't work, we support you. And we want to contribute to the college tuition. Which I felt made a lot of sense. Kind gesture. And they had a kind check gesture. ready. She declines. She's like, no, you need that for your retirement. If I can't do it with this Christine Aguilera party, then I'm not going to do it at all. Okay, but I... Aguilera is not on the scene yet. That is right. That's okay. They already yet. sold the tickets. Uh-huh. Well, Welcome. So then Jack shows up, and he wants to pursue a real relationship with Deanna. Then she has to give him some tough love and says, when you find that special person who's not me, uh, they're going to be so lucky. And they part ways well. He's a little disappointed. She's right. Yes, she is. Um, so the party's now getting a little bit hostile because there's no Aguilera in sight, and the ladies decide that if 
she doesn't show up, which obviously she's not, they will refund all the money. Okay. So she's not going to have the tuition at oh, all. Oh, they really thought this through. That's yeah, honorable. It is. And just as they're about to make the announcement of said fact that it was all a lie and that they're going to issue refunds, the roommate shows up and says, come outside with me right now. So they do, and she opens an Escalade door, and out comes Christina Aguilera, and they're like, what the hell? How did you even know that this was happening? She said, I saw the Twitter, and I knew that this was a lie because Christina Aguilera is my cousin, and so I brought her. Oh. Here she is. I hate that. (laughs) I hate that. Christina Aguilera is my cousin. That basically sums up this movie. (laughs) I mean, it's certainly convenient. It's awful. That's storytelling. Yep. And so they're like, why did you come, Christina Aguilera? And she says, I heard what you were trying to do, and I support your cause, girl. I'm like, well, they probably would have been more convenient for you to write a check then than to come to this shitty college party, but fine. Um, she Wait, pref- did they say that to her? No, I'm saying that. Oh, I was hoping that they would say it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry, no you had to get my hopes up there for a second. <laughs> no, nope, but no, that's but just me. That, but that's not true because Christina gets shine off this too, right? Like it'll this will go this will go viral. This will be like a nice story for her, so she'll look good this way too. That's true. That's fair. I'm um, thinking about Christina here because that's the only character I care about. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and, and Jack. <laughs> Jack, of course. Yeah, yeah. And like we just strung up twinkle lights in the back, and she says, "That's great. I love twinkle lights, but I brought my lights of my own." guys and she has like her whole like sound tech crew and they like rig whatever and it's pro and she sings stronger with all of like all the main people joining her on vocals movie over not quite oh okay (laughs) stronger how's that one go or fighter fighter stronger makes me a little bit harder makes me just that one (laughs) fighter I don't know. Got it. I remember that one. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, all right. All right. Yep. Hot jam. Yep. So that happens. Everyone's happy. Everyone's into the concert. The money is in hand. And then we get a touch of an epilogue where Chris Parnell gives Deanna the opportunity to redo her oral presentation because she needs it to finish her degree. I mean, it even sounds like they're getting it on when you put it that way, but okay. I know. <laughs> And she's about to begin. He brings a fan, which I thought was funny. He's like, it's here if you need it. Um, And then all of her peeps show up. The daughter, all the friends. The bad girl's already there because she's in the class. And they sit in the front row to support her during this presentation, which he's fine with. And it's very strange. And she has like three note cards in her hand. So the presentation feels like it's got to be short. Um but she kicks it off and she makes a couple puns and they land well. And Maddie cheers. That's my mom. And oh. that happens. So she's okay with the presentation. And the final, final thing is the graduation where mother and daughter graduate together. Grandparents are there to congratulate them. Dan and Marcy are there. Dan loses his new earring that he's been wearing since partway, and Marcy gets mad because it's expensive, and that's <laughs> their send-off. And Chris <laughs> Parnell is there, and they do not get together or even imply that they'll go on a date or mention what she's going to do with this archaeology degree. Because earlier he says, I'd love to get you out on like a real dig, 
And she says, I'd love that too. Never followed up on. There's no, I mean, come on. It's like the double entendres are ripe for the picking. <laughs> Oral yeah. presentation? like come, Real what? dig? Real dig? <laughs> yep, it's all there. He's already laid the gr- groundwork for puns? God damn it. Guys, I can only we... tell you what happened. Not what I can, wanted what, to happen. Was there any scene after the credits? <laughs> Do you think I stayed you for def- them? You definitely <laughs> stuck around, right? <laughs> I think I was probably at Shopper's Drug Mart on the corner by then. Just what I did. I, I, I have a feeling that the credits. This this is the type of movie that would be. Uh, it would be wacky outtakes. Actually, and yeah, Melissa, it was. Uh, it was just like Melissa pictures. McCarthy improvs it was, and stuff. It wasn't even. Yeah, it wasn't video credits. It was just stills of them in different outtake moments. You're right. Mm-hmm. I did see that part, and then when it went to just regular credits, I left. Okay. Do you have uh, any right. questions or feelings? I have one feeling. <laughs> And it is gratitude to you <laughs> for ensuring that I never have to see this movie. You're welcome. And and also for like slogging through this stinker. It, I... it had no highs, but it was not painful per se. It had no highs, but it was, at least it had lows. <laughs> I um, am wondering what Christina Aguilera will do next. That's really the only <laughs> thing I'm thinking about. <laughs> Isn't she kind of making a comeback, a comeback at the moment? She's got like an album coming out or something. I hope so. I hope that's the reason she was in this movie, and I, and I hope we're headed that way. I'm pretty I sure she. I couldn't figure it out, like what the connection was between her and anyone involved. So I hope it's just promotional for her. Yeah, I hope so too. I'm... I have one other question. Uh, I just noticed um, in the IMDb in the cast, um, Heidi Gardner is in this movie. She plays a character named Leonor. That's the roommate. That's the roommate. Yeah. Heidi Gardner's really funny. She's on SNL now. Oh, and she's really? like, she's super funny. Yeah. She's really funny. It wasn't familiar Guys, with got... her work, but yeah, she was a roommate. Okay. I have some I have some ex Tina news for you. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't resist saying ex Tina. <laughs> I'm glad remember you did. Ex, You're not the only one. It happened in the movie. They it is said. Good. That's the only good thing about this movie <laughs> other than Jack. Um <laughs> so I can confirm that uh Aguilera is set to release her eighth studio album titled Liberation. Yeah. And a single, Accelerate, in 2018. The single has been released already, May 3rd. And again, it's called Accelerate, and it features Ty Dolla Sign and Two Chains. Two Chains. Um, Accelerate spelled with an X? Nope. A C C, normal Accelerate. That surprises me. Missed it, it is a miss. What? A whole stop the presses. I have to read this from Wikipedia. Accelerate is a song by American singer Christina Aguilera and was released as the lead single from her eighth studio album, Liberation, 2018. It features guest vocals from singer Ty Dolla Sign and rapper 2 Chains. The song was produced by Kanye West. Can um, we play this song on the podcast? Is that allowed? Ladies, you can find me there. Try to make it. 
Thank you. 